0: Welcome to the Angel Investors Network podcast, the first national angel group founded online in 1997, dedicated to perpetuating free enterprise, capitalism, and supporting the American dream. In addition, Angel Investors Network is the organization behind the powerful Mastermind Investment Club, dedicated to harnessing the philosophy of a mastermind to increase success with their investment portfolio. Laura Rubenstein is a social media and marketing strategist and founder of the Social Buzz Club. On the podcast, Laura brings together successful entrepreneurs to share with you how they grow their business, and you can too. And now, here's your host, Laura Rubenstein. Well, here we are again in another episode of the Angel Investors Network podcast, and I'm excited for today's show. We are moving your business to the next level, and our guest today is Andrew Nyes, who's the director of marketing of Prime Real Estate, which is, by the way, an Inc. 5000 fastest growing company. Andrew is in charge of developing and implementing a unique and a bold brand strategy for Prime Real Estate. And Prime Real Estate is an agent-centric commercial and residential real estate company that attracts and develops the country's top realtors. So, Andrew, welcome. I'm so thrilled to have you
1: here. Thank you for having me, Laura.
0: So let's start with a little background on you. Where did you grow up? Uh, what was your childhood like?
1: Yeah, uh, I grew up in a small town in Indiana. It's called Hobart. It's near Gary, Indiana. Uh, you know, we're right in the Rust Belt, so you know everyone from this community has worked in the steel mills most of their lives. Uh, so I grew up very, very blue collar. Uh, today's actually my dad's 60th birthday, and he's still hard at work today. Um, but you know, he did what he had to do to provide for our family. Uh, you know, my mother picked up a couple jobs to make sure that, you know, me and my brother had what eight-year-olds thought were important in life, like maybe had the newest Jordans that summer. Uh, but, you know, she did that little bit of extra work to make sure that we can be provided those types of things. Uh, but yeah, just a very, very blue-collar childhood.
0: Typical mid Midwestern American, right? Yeah, yeah. So how did you get started in 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 your business and in, well, let's say in your career?
1: Yeah, uh, I think it comes from that blue collar standpoint, too, is like most of the people you looked up to that made things with their hands. Uh, And I was very drawn to, you know, the creative workflow of things. So, um, you know, picking up a camera and taking pictures or making anything, it might not have been labor intensive, but I like the idea of creating things. So it was photography, graphic design. Then I started dabbling in video and then building websites Uh, so through creating all those things, you know, I really learned to hone in my skills to be able to tell a story and do that efficiently and concisely, uh, which really drew me, you know, towards marketing and less hands on the creating. Now, you know, I have a staff that helps me with that stuff.
0: Lovely. So was there a journey in building your business to the point it is now? Can you tell us about that?
1: Yeah. So prime real estate is, I think we're 14 years old now. Um, That story goes, our president's wife was a realtor for the largest brokerage in our market at that time. Um, She was a, a top producer, so she was doing 20 to $40 million of production every year, but she didn't love what she did. Uh, and then her husband, Joshua, our president, um, told her, like, hey, if you feel this way, there's chances are there's other agents in this industry that feel that way. Uh, so we decided to start a company that was agent-centric so that people could love their jobs as realtors, where they're not cutthroat, uh, not liking the people they're working next to. Uh, and then they did that on their own for, I didn't come in until maybe year six or seven. Um, but then we started growing very, very quickly. And we quit we then quickly became the company that the opposite of what we wanted to be. We had bad training, you know our agents didn't have a a huge family here anymore because we grew too quick, so we had to fix some of those problems, which is where now we're we've gotten back to that culture friendly company that we are
0: so let's go back to this uh, agent centric model. What does that mean and um, yeah. tell us about that
1: so and this, it's always blown my mind because I don't come from a real estate background. I come from, you know, a marketing background or a creative background. But something about these realtors being independent contractors brokerages have found it okay that like you convince them to join your company with some bright shiny object or promise of making you know a hundred thousand dollars or something like that and then once they have their license with you they just let them be like good luck like thrown out to the wolves hope you make it uh and nine out of ten agents actually fail this business in the first two years um so we wanted seek out to create a company that would try to fix that stat. So it's not as bad. Um, You know, we still have the laggards or the people that don't necessarily want to work, but if they fail, it can't be because of us. We want to make sure that we provide everything we can for them to succeed. Uh, So whether it's coaching, marketing, um, you know, all around just general training as well. uh, We try to provide that to our fullest.
0: Mm. And what do you love most about the work that you do and that prime real estate does for agents?
1: Yeah. So Uh, Number one, I'm competitive. And then in real estate, competition is real. Uh, So I absolutely love that I get to reposition the company on a constant basis to compete um, in order to win. So it's all about winning for me. Uh, But I get the most joy out of the fact that we're like, we focus a lot on personal growth. So that's a huge part of our process with agents. So we don't just want to know like how much money they want to make. We will try to attach like their why to it. We want to know why is it that you became a realtor? Most people will say that like, um, You know, it's for the freedom of making however much money is possible and then the freedom of their own schedule. But those two things don't necessarily go hand in hand. Uh, So we try to dig deeper. We want to know, like, what do our agents want to experience out of life? How do they want to grow? What do they want to contribute back to society? And then we try to focus on those through motivating them.
0: Well, that's certainly a unique model, especially when it comes to marketing, wouldn't you say?
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's definitely our purpose, right? So if my career doesn't serve my why and then my staff's why isn't, you know, if they're not serving themselves, uh, you're not going to get very far.
0: Now, you mentioned earlier that when the big growth surge happened, you got away from some of the things that were helping you be successful and, and creating that corporate culture. What were some of the mistakes that were made that caused that?
1: Yeah, we definitely didn't have the processes in place like we thought we did. Uh, Nothing humbles your process than throwing a bunch of business at it and seeing how well everyone can handle it. Uh, So we almost had to backtrack just a little bit. I mean, we kept up with the production and we kept doubling the company in size, which is why we're on the, the list. But we had to backtrack and figure out and pretty much reinvent every process because then we knew we had to take it to the next level beyond that. Like, how do we start scaling this across the country, which is what we're working on now? Uh, so we've spent the last few years really rebuilding those processes. So uh, that was the biggest mistake, is not having those processes perfect before growing.
0: But- what, what were some of those processes that you fixed, that you implemented?
1: Uh, so number one was, like, typical real estate management. Uh, it means there's a managing broker in the office. Well, the office I'm sitting in today here in Crown Point, we have like 98 agents assigned in this office. One person can't proactively manage 98 people and then get the most out of them like a sales organization should. Uh, So we ditched the managing broker structure, if you will, and now we work with performance coaches. So uh, each agent is assigned one performance coach who only sees like 20 to 40 people, depending on who that coach is and what they have going on in their life. Uh, that way they could proactively, you know, prescribe the right types of prospecting for that person to succeed and meet their goals. They know exactly what that agent's why is, so they can really support them in that and pull on that why to get the most out of them. Uh, so that was a huge process that we had to fix.
0: Are the, the coaches employed by your company? Are they outsourced? Are they agents within the company, mentors? Who are they?
1: Uh, they are employed by Prime. Uh, they are also producing agents themselves. We thought that that was important uh, so that they're in the field, see how things are changing, because it happens quick. Um, and if it was someone who hasn't sold real estate in 10 years, uh, they probably don't know about prospecting on Facebook for new leads. Uh, so we definitely wanted people that were in the field and then you know, only having them do 20 to 40 people allows them to do both.
0: Wow. Oh, so there's huge support for them in marketing and in accountability, coaching, living living a personally developed life and creating the life they want. That's very unique. Are there any other processes you put in place that you would say are unique and really fixed a lot of the issues?
1: Uh, hiring a marketing staff for me was a huge part of that. Uh you know, at one time I was a one man band. So not only was I the director of marketing, I was the graphic designer, videographer, web designer. You know, I'm running all the Facebook ads, uh, doing, you know, designing all the print material, all of that. Uh, when we grew quickly, obviously I can't handle that, but that growth provided the opportunity that now we're fully staffed. So full time videographer, full time graphic designer, web designer. Um, and then Lindsay, of course, who you've met, uh, our PR strategist is a, a very important part to this. Um, Wonderful, yeah. And using them to provide as much marketing as possible to the agents uh, has really been like our own, one of our kill barriers if you will.
0: Awesome. So what is the best advice that you ever received?
1: Um, very early on, Joshua, our president, introduced me to Tony Robbins. Uh, and that definitely has changed my outlook and my life in general uh so that was probably some of the best advice i had it was saying hey go to unleash the power within uh and i went there very skeptical like i'm already a motivated person i don't need this big dude tony to start yelling at me um but by the end of that event i was definitely on board and now anything tony robbins i could get to i, I make sure i'm there um, and then i follow his name is vision Do you know vision
0: I do. Mm-hmm.
1: Mind Valley. So um, I really, really loved the book, Code of the Extraordinary Mind. Um, he introduced me to the word rules, which are bullshit rules. Uh, that was an eye opener for me, knowing that, like, you know, your, um, your beliefs are not my beliefs of my reality. So, you know, I could really set up my life the way that I want it to in order to hit the goals that I want to hit in life without having to worry about you know what's the right thing to do. Obviously, we're not, not ethical, but I don't have to worry about outside influences or rules that have been around for too long. Um, so that book was a huge um, deciding factor in how I'm going to live my life.
0: Awesome. So with regard to Tony Robbins, and how, how did he change your life? What was the big takeaway?
1: Man, it's just how to wake up every day and get it. So, I mean, he talks about controlling your state so much. Uh, and then same thing with the rules, like the outside influences, you know, you could come to work today and just not have it, but, uh, understanding how to control your state and Tony teaching you to do that gets you to like, you know, be at peak performance at all times, or at least when you need to be.
0: Right. Fabulous. So what's the best advice you'd ever given?
1: Uh, best advice I've ever given. So I try to tell people this all the time, like once you have a goal or once you want something out of life uh it's usually as simple as just doing it uh and I know that's like generic, and people say that all the time uh but what you want out of life just takes going and getting it, and just live your life that way, and you should see success as long as you just know it's possible,
0: <laughs> like Nike, just do it right, yeah. and those Air Jordans will help you
1: perfect. <laughs> I wish I had them on, I'd put my shoe up in the air, but I don't have Jordan.
0: That's all right. <laughs> so what's, attract, what's working for you in attracting new business?
1: Uh, so as a real estate brokerage, it's uh, our marketing department's job to uh, attract agents to come work for us. So most people think that, hey, if I'm a marketing director at a real estate brokerage, I market homes or commercial properties. That's not necessarily the case. Uh, so we try to find unique, out-of-the-box ways to really tell our story. Uh, so most real estate agents and brokerages, they, they market a little bit wrong. So they do a lot of eye marketing or puffing or bragging about their stats. Um, we try to tell our story or why. Um, so like a unique example is uh, we take our agents and we brew beer. So like a couple of weeks ago, we went to the brewery and we we brewed our own beer with that brewery. Uh, so it's really pulling in uh, you know, the social atmosphere of this, that this is a career that you could have a great time in and also make a lot of money. Uh, so then we take that event, and obviously we, we film it, and then we come out with a series of videos of the making of the beer, and then we'll do a big celebration, and Lindsay will get it in the press, so it's already been in the local newspapers here. Uh, so finding unique ways to just have fun with our agents and then tell that story.
0: Yeah. And that helps you attract more agents and more clients for those agents or just one?
1: So both. Uh, It does. So A, it keeps agents too. So we can't attract them and then they leave at the same rate. That's flat. You're not growing. Uh, So it's a big retention effort too is by having social events for them. But then the agents who don't work for us see that our agents are making money and also having a good time. They're going to be more willing to have a conversation when they see that we're humans and we're not just bragging on. Hey, we sold the most homes this week.
0: Awesome. What other retention strategies do you have as a market from a marketing standpoint for your agents?
1: Yep. So every month uh, we have a video studio that I'm sitting in today, uh, and we set up a green screen. Our agents get to come in and make marketing videos every single month. Uh, so we, right now we're able to do it all in one day, but it's growing enough that we'll probably have to do this multiple days in the first week of the month. Uh, the full-time graphic designer, anytime you take on a listing, she's pumping out marketing for you. Uh, so you're getting a listing package. Uh, we're finding unique stories in the community that will tie to their brand, and then they can retell that story on their own. Um, just making sure that we're prov- they're salespeople, they're not marketers. I know they sit in listing presentations all the time and saying, like, you know, hey, I'm a marketing expert. No, you're not. Like, you're really good at sales. Let us do the marketing. Uh, so that's a big part of the retention is trying to take as much marketing off of their shoulders as possible.
0: That's huge. I mean, having a video studio, studio at your disposal and graphic work done for you. Wow. Uh, great differentiator. And what would you like to share that maybe I haven't asked you yet?
1: Um, so we run a very very lean staff um and i don't sometimes i feel people don't think that they could do something like wind up on the ink 5000 list because they're they haven't gotten to that point yet but you could run really lean, and we still turn out great service, whether it's to our agents or the clients that call in asking for agents. Or, uh, and we definitely turn out really, really good content with our very small marketing staff. So, you know, there's, there's four of us full-time in here in the marketing department, but yet the content you put out we swear we worked with multiple agencies. Uh, so as long as you could think big, you don't have to have a huge staff to see big success.
0: That's awesome. So how do you streamline that? What are some of the secrets behind your growth and staying lean?
1: Yeah. uh, So coming up with a simple marketing formula. Uh, So dumbing it down. So um, we try to do every week, we try to focus on one initiative, if you will. Uh, And then I use, uh, there's a gentleman named Chris Smith taught me this. Uh, It's called cab. Uh, So we create awesome content. That's the C And then A, we make sure we advertise it all over Facebook. um, And then B, we blast it to every email address that we have on file. Uh, So that's pretty much what we try to focus on. And as long as we can keep doing that, we're turning out enough content in order to to keep that rolling.
0: Yeah, I'm a huge advocate of content marketing. I think it forms a bond, a trust. It starts to develop that relationship and um, proves your credibility on top of all that. So what have, of your content pieces, what are you finding to be most effective or in marketing in general?
1: Yeah. Uh, commute for real estate, uh, telling the story of the community works really, really well. Uh, again, I'll, I'll go back to most agents say eye marketing, like I sold this listed in two days. I, 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 puff, puff, puff. Uh, people don't care about that, especially not in social media. Um, so even though we exploit things like Facebook and other social medias to make sales, it's social media, not sales media. Uh, Thank so you. Telling stories first uh, is definitely the most important. And that's when we see the most successes, when we're telling a story versus saying, hey, click here and give me your email address.
0: That's awesome. Uh, really bringing people into the fold, storytelling, that's that's great. How? Do, so you said you use social media... Um, How do you get your message to stand out in this crowded marketplace?
1: Uh, Well, number one, like the custom list inside Facebook advertising system is very, very important. uh, So that I could, they could see my ad several times. So I have a custom list set up for all the realtors and the markets that we're currently recruiting in. So if I put out one of those great contents and then I advertise it, they're going to see it three or four times. They're probably going to watch it once they see it that many times. And then just making sure the content looks really good and polished and, you know, it screams our brand is important to me.
0: Did you spend a lot of time developing your brand identity?
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think we're always developing it, so I wouldn't say it's even done yet. Um, but at least once a year we look at it and then really see, like, where, where did, what part of the brand is really getting people to engage with us. And then how do we exploit that in new videos or new content or new blogs or like what part of our brand do people need to know more about? This year?
0: Is there a small example you can share with us so people get the idea of what you look at and what you change?
1: Yeah. Uh, so, you know, again, people think we're a real estate company and we sell homes, uh, but we're definitely a sales organization that employs salespeople. Uh, so the typical brand would be like, you know, boiler room style marketing, like, Hey, we're on the phones. We're getting sales. People are making money. Uh, it could be Wolf of wall street. We're throwing midgets at dartboards. Like that's not who we are as a company. Uh, so we realize that agents are, are you a disc profile person?
0: I have done it. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: So I try to manage off of that. So most agents are high eye people. So they're high influencers. Uh, so to get them to influence them, I get them to make a decision, uh, we realize that the social part of our brand is a big part of it or how much we care about people is a big part of it. So we'll take that idea that these are high eye people who want to have a good time. So how do we take our brand in a way that says, hey, we still sell things but have a great time. So that brewery trip uh, is a big part of something like that or even the way that we design our office. So this office has like a um, – it's like a cafe bar area with like restaurant-style booths in it. Uh, We actually just got recognized for one of the top bars inside an office. Uh, (laughs) We try to just exploit those little parts of the brand as much as possible.
0: That's wonderful. So what would you say is your biggest marketing challenge now?
1: Uh, As we get ready to scale into new markets, uh, that's a very scary and expensive thing to do. Um, I mean, we're up for the challenge, but figuring out how do we get credibility in a market that's never heard of us before and doing it as quickly as possible. Um, And we don't want to necessarily grow organically over a long period of time. How do we hit that market at full surge and then pick up enough salespeople that we have a presence? So that's a, a challenge that we're facing today.
0: And it's a good challenge to have, and we wish you the best of luck with that. Thank you. You're welcome. And thank you again for being on the Angel Investors Network podcast. We'll be back with you for another episode. And thank you, Andrew, for your wisdom and sharing your great advice. Thank you, Laura. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC.